Um, possibly when he'll come back into the lineup. Um, excuse well, me, go hey, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just dive right into this. Hey, people, we've already talked about his off-the-field issues. We get it. It's there. But this podcast is not to be morally correct. We're here to have fun, do that. So we're going to just dive oh, yeah. in. Dive into how Kareem Hunt will help this football team. And it's pretty obvious. This dude is a top five running back in the NFL. And he he's getting paid a million dollars to be on our team. Ask, ask Bill Belichick right now. All right, hey, Bill Belichick, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and the receivers, who are you taking away right now? You got nothing. You have absolutely nothing. This brings a whole new level to our offense. With Freddie yeah. Kitchens, you know, he introduced the wishbone. I don't think it's going to be that dramatic, but there's easily, like, you go shotgun formation, you got Nick Chubb to your left, you got Kareem Hunt to your right, and you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You really have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. And uh, No, you really – uh, let, let me just get my whole point across. And the people that are saying, let's trade Duke Johnson, hold the fuck up. <laughs> Kareem, Hunt, Kareem Hunt will be suspended by the NFL, as he should be for what he did. He will be suspended. So, Duke Johnson's not going anywhere. Duke Johnson is another absolute baller. We have three running backs now that can absolutely receive the ball and just make plays. And honestly, if I was any other defensive coordinator in the NFL – I'd be shitting my fucking britches right now. <laughs> I got I got to find a way to defend the Cleveland Browns. Well, guess what? You're not going to defend the Cleveland Browns. There's no way right now. We are did that you, good. Did you hear that, AFC North? You should be shitting your britches because we're coming. All right? Now, are you all done, Guzik? Yeah. Can I go uh, That's, that's all, all right. I had to say about it. All right, um. Uh, now, I want to go back to what the, the first thing you said about his contract. It's, it's one year, one million, but really it's, it's honestly like nothing because absolutely none of it is guaranteed. This dude, you know, whatsoever, that's up, he's gone. We don't hey, have to pay hey, him a damn dime. Hey, Chase. Um, Chase. Yeah. So, John Dorsey sitting in his office. Yeah, no, we really need that million dollars. But I found myself a pretty aggressive owner, so I went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. <laughs> yeah, we need our washing machine, but um, had to pull the trigger. Yeah, um, if, if if we have to sign a top five running back, like, oh God, don't twist my arm, I'll do it. <laughs> no, it's listen. Somebody was going to sign him, so. Dude, the Chiefs. Why not? The Why not the Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs were talking about re-signing him. Exactly. So it was a given that he was going to get signed by some team. The Browns would be dumb not to check in on him. And obviously, he's from Cleveland. John Percy drafted him. We already talked about all this. You guys already know all that. It. I kind of think it was a no-brainer. Why not? Um, let me just talk about why I, I think it's good. So I've got some stats here. In his first two years, now how many – do you know how many games he did not finish uh, in year two at Kansas City? When did he – when did he uh, been, be released? 
it's uh it's uh this might be a weird thing, but I remember it was the same week the Browns beat the Falcons at home. It was that exact same week. So I think it was the week after the Browns played the Chiefs. So that was probably what, sometime in November? Yeah, probably. I think the Browns had like a week 12 bye. Like they had a really uh, late bye. So I'd say week 11, week 12, something like that. Yeah, you know, I I don't think it matters that much. I'm not going to go ahead and look it up. I think he missed maybe the last four or five games, if that sounds five, right. I think five would be accurate. All right. But anyways, in his first two seasons, now – he is still only 23 years old. He's 23 years old. Um, in his first two seasons in the NFL, he has 2,100 yards, 2,151 yards on a 4.7 average carry with 15 touchdowns. Um, also, 79 catches in, in less than two seasons. Uh, the, I mean – those are big-time numbers for a running back, especially if you look at the 79 catches. Going with a 4.7 um, rushing average per attempt, add on to their 79 catches, that, that's insane. That's top three, top two running back. Um, obviously, he led the league in rushing his rookie season. So the dude's a beast. The dude can play. There, that, there's nothing that – tells me when he comes back from suspension, he's going to be a different player. That's, I don't look at it like that anymore. Um, I, and I've been hearing or I saw on Twitter, maybe it could possibly be a 10-game suspension. And really, now I don't know how you feel about this, Guzik. If we're going to make a play, if we're going to make – Well, let me go ahead and say, if it, the NFL – will put a 10-game suspension on Kareem Hunt, then Kareem Hunt and his team will file an appeal like every other NFL player has ever done in the history, and it'll probably get cut down to six or five games. That's, that's true. Uh, I think it's going to be at least, like, bare minimum six. I agree. Um, I agree. I agree with that. So – we got a few minutes left on this topic. Let me just kind of wrap it up by saying if he does get suspended, you know, even six to ten games, somewhere around that span, I think it's really beneficial for the Browns, especially if we are going to make a playoff push this year. We've already got Nick Chubb. We know what he can do. He, you know, he might be just as good as Kareem Hunt. If not better, who knows? He's obviously a really good running back. Uh, Duke Johnson, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the whole NFL. I've always loved Duke since we drafted him. We just, I feel like we don't use him enough since he's been in the league. Um, and if, he, if Kareem does get suspended that long, if we're going to, like I was saying, if we're going to make a playoff push, and he comes back at the end of the year completely 100% fresh, do you know what that does for our running game, what that does for Duke, what that does for uh, Nick Chubb, 
takes the wear and tear, takes the load off of them. Um, you have a fresh, like, top three running back in the league coming off, not playing a single game, no hits, 23, 24 years old. That, that could really be something to watch if we're in the playoffs um, and we plan on making a run this year. So that's well, about all. Go ahead. Let me give my final thoughts. Bottom line, guess what? Message to the rest of the NFL. Guess what? The Browns are making the playoffs. We're winning the AFC North. If you're going to listen to this podcast, get right. used to that. We both believe we are going to win the AFC North, and we're going to host a home playoff game. That's bottom line. And uh, what you 100%. were saying about having a fresh running back, running back is probably the hardest position to play in the NFL from a physical standpoint, you are taking the biggest beating out of anybody. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And with all the new rules the NFL has in place to protect players, running backs still get hit and beat up over and over and over again the most. Just yeah, at, yeah. The line, at the line of scrimmage, at the bottom of a pile, just things like that. Um, yeah, no, I, no, I, completely, I completely agree. I'm just like, Nick Chubb is – I, I, I've said this since we drafted him. He's going to be a big-time player. Like, he had a bad knee injury. I get that. But he's come back better than ever because whatever reason, like, medical advances are so good, he's going to carry this team for the first six weeks, eight weeks, for however long uh, Kareem Hunt suspended. And then Duke Johnson, we got supplementing in there. And then we you add Kareem Hunt. Bottom line is the Browns will make the playoffs this year. There's no debating that. Whoever says the Browns won't make the playoffs, I swear to God, I will throat punch them. <laughs> I will throat punch them. Oh, hey, listen. stupid. We're making the playoffs and adding Kareem Hunt, even though he's going to get suspended, having him for the playoffs when we make it, Watch out, NFL, we're making a deep run. That's my final thought. I I just don't think people are making a big enough deal over the Cleveland Browns. Signing like a top three running back in the league to already. Overall, overall, we have the best backfield. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Duke Johnson, best backfield in the NFL, no doubt. And I, 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 I say again, I, I don't. I totally you, agree. I will punch you in the tip of your dick if you disagree with me. I will have Juzic here eat your dick. Well, and I hope he can do it. Remember, 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 remember. But no, that, listen, you can say that's a bold prediction. I 100% agree. You, I think you have a loser mentality. If you don't expect, no, 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 if you don't expect no, 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 the Browns. No, 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 there's nothing bold about this prediction. We're making the playoffs. I will go to Vegas. I, I think I'm going to Vegas in two months. When I go there, I am oh, placing, yeah. I think we're like 20 to 1 odds or something to make the playoffs. I'm going to put $100 like down. If I make the, $100 down on 20 to 1 odds, what is that? Uh, like two grand? Dude, we have, like, the 12th best odds right now in the league of uh, winning the Super Bowl. And guess what, fans? That's only going to get higher after the draft and after free agency. Yeah, To the Browns being associated with winning, it's about fucking time. Kareem Hunt, baby. Let's go. Um, What Guzik said, get used to it. 
We'll be talking all year about the Browns winning the division, making the playoffs, making a run. Now it's this Kareem Hunt move. We're fired up. Um, let's move on, though. Not going to spend yeah, too much time on these on. topics. Um, let's move on. What do we got? What do we got? Number two. We got. Let's talk about Antonio Brown, huh? Let's move on to topic number two. Our main topic number two. Remember, folks, we got the main five, we got the fast five, and we got the top five. Do you want me to start this off? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Main number two. We're talking Antonio Brown and uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did you see the tweets Antonio Brown was favoriting? <laughs> Did, I got them all pulled up right here. <laughs> why, don't we just, why, don't we, why don't we just go through his whole about a, a week and a half of uh, favorites and tweets and, and all that. By all means. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Go hey, ahead. What Antonio, Start us off. Hey, what is what does Antonio Brown think of Ben Roethlisberger being accused of rape? Did he find that funny or what? What do you do with that? <laughs> um, yeah, he thought it was pretty damn funny. He's yeah, a he fucking favorited, racist. He favorited multiple tweets <laughs> about Ben Roethlisberger being accused of rape. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be bottom line right here. Antonio Brown, if he keeps it up, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, God, I just, I just love, I just love sitting here watching Pittsburgh being so goddamn like a Brown state, to be honest, like they, like the Steelers are currently the uh, new Browns. And oh, I love I, it. I, dude, dude, the people that sit there and say, oh, I, I won't believe the Steelers will lose the AFC North until the Browns beat them. Like, well, guess what? The Steelers didn't make the fucking playoffs last year with Antonio Brown. Now he's gone. So you yeah. got Ben Roethlisberger, who's fat so, as fuck. So fat as fuck. Total pussy. Total rapist. Um, what is he? Thirty-nine, forty years old. Yeah, and now their number, his number one receiver is gone. So it's Juju and Ben. You know what? Have fun. I can't wait to walk into Heinz Field and whoop that motherfucking ass by twenty, twenty-eight points. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. Woo! Georgia's AB drama. Hey, you know, you know, it's hilarious. At this point, if AB came to Cleveland, if we somehow. I, I think it would take like a first and a second round pick to get AB to Cleveland. And I, I'm not saying I want that, but AB would come to Cleveland and he would just have a chip on his shoulder, just like Baker Mayfield. And we would fucking wreck this league. Not to quote Johnny Manziel. Cause he's a fucking loser. <laughs> oh, total loser. Uh, if, if you want to talk about Johnny Manziel, uh, call Dick Goslin. He loves that guy. Um, Dick, <laughs> Goslin, uh, Helen Keller Drive, Avon, Ohio. <laughs> he is Johnny Manziel's number one fan. So hit him up ASAP. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I think Dick, Lo- Dick Goslin has two jerseys, a Johnny Manziel jersey and a Josh Gordon jersey. Right? Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's two all-time favorite players. <laughs> 100%. Me, me, gang. Um, let's not get off topic here, though. Um, we're, we're talking about Antonio Brown and just what's been going on with him. And he, he wants out. He wants to be traded. And 
he had it all started with this goodbye video he posted February 12th, just five days ago. Um, said, you know, thank you, Steeler Nation, for a, a big nine years. Time to move on and forward. Hashtag new demands uh, with a peace sign. So <laughs> he, he basically, he's under contract. He can't sign anywhere they have to he's basically saying you know fuck you guys no matter what I'm even somehow one way or the other I'm, I'm out of here um which I thought that was fucking hysterical because he has no he has no right in his contract at all to just do whatever he like he's like fuck you pussies thanks a lot Trade me right now. <laughs> um, but Lots I'm just going to – go Lots ahead. He, he said Ben Roethlisberger has an owner's mentality that Ben Roethlisberger picks and chooses who's on his offense. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. I mean, all hey, the hey, shit – Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger, when's the last time you rode a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brian, how'd that turn out for you? Fuck you, you fat frat douche from Miami. Hey, uh, hey, yourself. hey, why don't, hey, why don't you and Kellen Winslow Jr. go out for a ride one day? I'm sure that'd be super fun. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, no. Um, I mean, honestly, I would never wish harm on anybody. But if Ben Roethlisberger drove his motorcycle off the 40 bridge, I would just laugh and laugh. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! All right, uh, you you said you would you uh you would never want anybody to be harmed or anything. You don't wish any harm on anyone. But in just last week's episode, Guzik, uh, folks, if you go back and listen, he said if um, Pat Mahomes wants to play pickup basketball, he doesn't give one fuck if he tears his ACL. Go right ahead, please do. Oh, no, tear your ACL. No, not at all, because AFC Championship games for the next four, five, six, seven years, four of them are going to be Browns versus Chiefs. So, no, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about Pat Mahomes' uh, ACLs. I'm not an NFL fan. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I want what's best for our team. Bottom line. I agree um, to an extent. Uh, but but Pat Mahomes, I, he's not a bad guy. He didn't kill anybody like uh, Ray Lewis. Cough cough. Um, he didn't Ray rape Lewis. anybody. Hold up, hold up. You said didn't kill a person like Ray uh, Lewis. Yeah. Ray Lewis killed two people. Sorry. Um, my apologies. Send a gift basket to the Lewis family ASAP. <laughs> Boy, is my face red. It was it was two people he killed, not just one. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Um, getting off track again. Sorry. Talking about AB. Obviously, he's a Pittsburgh Steelers, so there's going to be a lot of shit when we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I just want to say, and this might sound bad, music might freak out. I know that, but. If there was a player over the years that I don't mind or I draft in fantasy or is, you know, kind of cool to me, that is a stealer, it would probably be A.B. Um, 
I think yeah, guys. No, are- no, 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 no. Fuck you. You don't draft Steelers <laughs> players. Like, you don't draft Steelers players. Bottom line. That's the one thing you don't do. I don't care if it's James Conner, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown. What is it? James hey. McDonald. You don't draft Steelers Fuck players. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Fuck me. Um, I have drafted Antonio Brown before. He's the only Steelers player I've ever drafted in fantasy. Uh, I think he's a really good player. He's shit on the Browns for years. That's changing, obviously. Uh, right, he's right, probably right. not going to fucking be there. All right, Chase, right now, give me three, three sentences, a whole paragraph right now. Give me your final thoughts about Antonio Brown with the Steelers, his future, everything. Go right now. What do you think? Well, he's having a uh, meeting, I guess, when he said he did it with uh, Rooney. Um, right. I don't know why, what they're going to discuss, if they're discussing, you know, why he wants to be traded, if they can get it fixed, whatever. It, I, I mean, it's clear as day he wants to be traded with that fucking video. Um, obviously, he called out Ben a few more times. Listen, just go on Twitter, look up Antonio Brown on Twitter, and roll through these tweets. He has, I mean, it's got to be at least like 15 tweets. Yeah, um, look him up, look him up, and then laugh your fucking it's so funny um but just the last thing just a couple minutes is who do you think you know teams that could be interested or teams he could possibly be dealt to because I really don't think the Steelers I'll give you three three teams right now the Indianapolis Colts the 49ers and the Atlanta Falcons I think he will land with one of those three teams Okay, so you you think the Colts, Falcons, or the uh, 49ers? The 49ers, okay. Yeah, one of those three teams. All right, if we're going to go three, um, I'll go the 49ers. I'll go the Packers because he just recently, yesterday, favorited a a Packer – an edit of him in a Packers uniform tweet, and they've got, right, some, right, they've got right. some draft picks, and obviously Aaron right, Rodgers. I saw, that. I saw that. I saw that. I agree. And, and they're not in the AFC. I don't, I don't think it's going to be an AFC team at all. I think it's going to be either 49ers, uh, Packers, or I just think a surprise team that we haven't even talked about. Um, but I do, I do think at this point he's going to get traded. That surprise team. If there's a surprise team right now, if they were smart, they just had a rookie quarterback. He showed promise. He showed good things. If I were the New York Jets, I would have – I would present whatever it took to get a, Antonio Brown on the New York Jets to help Sam Darnold. If I were that, the general manager of the New York Jets. That would be a pretty solid one. I'm not going to lie. Um I don't know if they're going to want to do that because he's 30 years old, big contract um, in the AFC. So I don't know if the Steelers want to do that, but no, I that they should they should call him. They it doesn't hurt to call. I, if I was John Dorsey, I would call see what they're asking for. Um, but no, that's Antonio Brown. Like we said, go on his Twitter page, look at what he's been tweeting, what he's been favoriting. It's been very entertaining. It'll probably it's probably just starting to heat up um we're going to take a quick break though 
Uh, we'll be back. We're going to do our fast five, and then we'll move on to our main topic number three, which will be OBJ trade rumors again. How about that? Odell Beckham Jr. trade rumors popping up again. Uh, we'll be right back with Drunken Brownie Bits. This is Goslin and Guzik. Um, all right, folks, we're back here. Drunken Brownie Bits. Um, now we're going to do our, our fast five topic. Before we jump on to our main, uh, main topic number three, which is OBJ trade rumors. Um, hey, Chase. Hey, Chase. Is there a chance, like, with this fast five, we could actually do it, like, uh, kind of fast instead of doing it for about fucking 35 minutes? <laughs> um, what do you think? No, no promises, but we're, we're going to do our best. We've, we've been practicing. No, no, no. We're going we're gonna to fucking fly through this shit. Let's go. What's – What do you think about Demarius Randall's tweets in the past, I don't know, month, month and a half? What do you think about it? I've already really liked this dude. Um, I'm just, he's just growing on me more and more. Dorsey needs to lock this guy up long term. He's getting into, like, Twitter arguments with Tony Jefferson's pussy ass. Remember, Tony Jefferson, he's a safety for the Ravens. He took less money to go there than if he, if he played for the Browns just a couple years ago when he was a free agent. Um, so, fuck him. Demarius Randall, you're the man, dude. Keep it up. Um, again, go on his Twitter. Check him out. He's awesome. Cool-ass dude. Same guy, number 23. Picked off Andy Dalton. Handed the ball to Hugh Jackson. I fucking need this guy's jersey. Um, yeah, Demarius Randall tweets. Go check him out. All right. Yeah, Chase, uh, you had a good take, but honestly, it sucked, and I'm going to do it better. Uh, <laughs> Demarius Randall came to the Browns because we traded Deshaun Kaiser for Demarius Randall. So just like that <laughs> second. And then uh, when Demarius Randall handed that ball to Hugh Jackson, I think I actually – ejaculated into my pants when that happened. So, you know, Demarius Randall, keep going, dude. We got your back. Like, Cleveland always has you as long as you're in Cleveland. Let's go win something. Like, yeah, tweets are cool, but, like, next year, let's go fucking do something, you know? But before we move on, uh, I just want to try to redeem myself. Some of his tweets, um, somebody can't reiterate how much the dog pound loves you and wants you here long-term to retire here, brother dog. Uh, and he replied, the feeling is definitely mutual. So that gets my dick hard. Um, then, oh, yeah, part part is a rock in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> uh, then somebody tweeted to him, I sure wish we would have put you at safety with the Packers, obviously coming from a Packers fan. And he replied, I asked them like a trillion times uh, laughing faces. So the dude hey, knows he's a good player. Um, we're glad to have him. He's been awesome. Uh, let's move on to our second fast five. Yeah. All right. All right. Real quick. Kyler Murray declares he's fully committed to the NFL. I want to ask you right now, where does Kyler, Kyler Murray get drafted? Me, I think he goes to the Miami Dolphins. You know what? I disagree with you. I, I expect 
Dwayne Haskins to go one or two overall. Someone will trade up to those spots to get him. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I think it's true. I think Kyler Murray, I don't know if it's the maybe even the Bengals trading up, the not the Broncos since they traded for Joe Flacco, but someone will trade up into the top five to draft Kyler Murray. Really? You said the Bengals. I have, I have not um, I've not heard that one yet. There. They're sitting there at 11. Andy Dalton had a thumb injury or some stupid shit, and they had Jeff, Jeff Driscoll just just being awful. That, that's very interesting. I, I, no, I just think Miami Dolphins, they're there every damn year. I swear they either finish 9-7, and 8-8, and 7-9, and somewhere around there. Ryan Tannehill, he's had one. Four or five years already. Dude gets fucking well, hurt if you blow on him. Um, the Dolphins have the Dolphins have the eleven, twelve, or thirteen pick. I don't know off the top of my head, but if I, I think if you want Kyler Murray, you're going to have to trade up. I yeah, I agree. I think if they want him, they might have to trade up into about maybe like the top six, somewhere around there. Um, yep. yep. Depending on where where's Jacksonville at. Some, somewhere in that area, but yeah, um, I think he's going to go to the Miami Dolphins. You said maybe Bengals, maybe another team. Um, well, I, I, I th- dude, there's a chance like he goes to the Cardinals first overall. There's a chance the Oakland Raiders draft him, New York Giants. Like he has endless possibilities. I just don't see him getting out of the top five. Right. Hey, anything can happen. Um, I'm happy for the dude that he chose football. Uh, if that's what he loves to do, he's going to get paid millions no matter what. Go do what you do, man. Uh, uh, all right. I, one last thing I would just like to add. The fact that Kyler Murray is committing to football is only good for the Browns because that's another team that's going to draft a quarterback instead of the best overall player. So that leaves another good player to be drafted by the Browns later. Absolutely. So that, that's a great point, but – yeah, let's go on to our Fast Five number three. Uh, and we have this week uh, the CSL tweeted out that defensive tackle Poop Johnson has signed with the Toronto Argos. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you heard that, folks. Uh, Poop, Poop Johnson. That's P-O-O-P Johnson. I would uh... – I would like to give a shout-out to one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Barry Mycockiner, because <laughs> he tweeted that Poop Johnson literally translates into shit dick. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it does. Uh, so, shit dick, he's going to Toronto, folks. Um, that's all we got for that, though. Yeah, Poop Johnson, yeah, yeah, if you want to check him out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you ended. I think you ended at shit dick. That's the bottom line. So let's go to yeah. number four. Yeah, yeah. His name's shit dick. Um, Poop Johnson. All right. Yeah. Number four. Five. Um, let's talk about DK Metcalf. Did you see that guy oh my God. on Twitter oh my God. over the over the week? Holy I mean, shit! I mean, dude looks fucking fantastic. But is do you, as a receiver, as a receiver, is there a point where you become too big. Um. Yes. He literally looks like he snorts creatine. That that's pretty funny that you say that because I actually know a guy uh, 
that have snorted C4 before. Wink, wink if you're listening. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never done that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> b- b- bumps of C4. If if you're out there listening, not gonna not gonna name your name, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, no one. I've definitely never done that before ever. <laughs> if you're trying to say you have, uh, no, no, I, I, I'm not saying I have. I would never say that over a live podcast. <laughs> Okay, yeah, snorting C4, cool, cool. But DK Metcalf, he probably does also. The dude is fucking huge. Um, he's growing on me more and more. He's already a really good player. If you haven't seen the pictures of him, just Google it. Go on Twitter. His recent workouts. And the dude looks—he looks like fucking Miles Garrett, but at receiver. Yeah. He's a big motherfucker, and I definitely wouldn't want to fight him, but (laughs) if you keep getting that big, like, don't go top one because you're going to be a fucking bust. Like, you need to have flexibility. I I agree. Um, And, listen, right now, he's 6'4", runs like a 4'4". Who knows what he's going to do at the combine. John Dorsey might be looking at that dude thinking, shit, man, if he could be like a, a Calvin Johnston, Megatron type, or or a Josh Gordon, just not on drugs type, he, he might think about taking him if he's still there at 17. I honestly, uh, at this point. You know, hey, 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 we'll talk about that as we get later into the year, like towards the draft. We'll talk about DK Metcalf. I think we should move on to number five. All right. We'll save it for later. Uh, let's go on to number five of the fact that this is a funny one. We're going to talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Guzik, did you watch a lick of it? <laughs> okay. So, um, last night I went to the bar, and I saw my ex-girlfriend for the first time in, like, eight months. <laughs> Well, this is nothing to do with the NBA All-Star Weekend. No, 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 no. I was literally watched my ex-girlfriend make out with her new boyfriend, then watch some no-name scrub try to dunk a basketball. The NBA All-Star game has gone to complete garbage. It's terrible. I'm not talking about the NBA All-Star game, but the dunk contest, the three-point contest and skills contest is garbage. I, 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 I... to this day, I, I, I will say I'd rather watch my ex-girlfriend make out with her new boyfriend in front of me than watch some fucking no-name scrub from the Oklahoma City Thunder win the dunk contest. Really? Ugh. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch a single fucking second All-Star Weekend. You know how I feel about the NBA now. Um, it fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> it's Listen, it's just a bunch of goddamn prima donnas that don't want to compete. They all want to join each other. Listen, I was a diehard fucking all-out cast fan when LeBron was here. I get it. Fuck me, right? But at this point, it's just like none of these other teams even have a fucking chance. Sure, if the Cavs were in it, I'd probably fucking watch. But that's not happening ever again. LeBron's fucking from here, so that's why that happened. Um... But in terms of, in terms of, let me let me say, 
Um, again, I didn't watch, but I saw some highlights this morning. You you are pissing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> folks, uh, uh, that's a piss. You got me. That that's a piss. Uh, just just spewing all over the toilet over over me while I'm talking. But um, <laughs> I right, was a pretty quick piss. But anyways, you you said it just sucked dick completely. Like it was terrible. I. Why I saw some highlights, and I thought uh, that – Why would I watch a dunk contest where I don't know a single person in the dunk contest? What, what the hell is this I, guy's name? It's a complete embarrassment that LeBron James has never done a, gun, like a dunk contest. Like, what the fuck hey, are you doing? Hey, fuck. Get back to your phone because I think you're breaking up. I am at my phone. All right. Well, you're not breaking up anymore. Sorry, folks. We got fuckhead over there taking a piss. Breaking up, interrupting I put, I, our great I show. Put piss, I put pissing it right up there with shitting and coming. <laughs> Sometimes when I shit, I come. <laughs> <laughs> that is from the league. That is Ralphie. If you don't know that, fuck you. You're not funny. Educate right, but anyway, yourself. <laughs> yourself. Anyways, um, ha- Hamadou Di- Diallo. I don't know how you pronounce his goddamn name. He went to Kentucky. He plays for the Thunder. And I didn't watch any of it, but I saw the highlight. I actually saw his dunk over Shaq where he, where he hangs in the rim and then ripped open his jersey to the show the Superman. I actually thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's me. That's me watching the dunk contest. Norfolk. NBA, get over yourself. Your NBA All Star Weekend sucks now. Like, yeah, I heard uh, someone say. I heard someone say the NBA All Star Weekend is the best All Star Weekend of any sports. Like, yeah, sure. Like the NFL All Star, fucking garbage. But when it comes to like the Home Run Derby, name one person that wouldn't want to go. Like, because the Home Run Derby is going to be in Cleveland next year. Name one person if they got a a ticket. No matter what the price would say, no, I don't want to go to that. No, the NBA also first of all complete garbage now because of who is participating. Exactly, I agree. It's it's basically no superstar players. It's just a bunch of fucking guys you've never heard of. Um, but fuck them. We know how the NBA is now. That's our fast five, folks. Hope you hey, enjoyed hey, it. Hey, 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 real quick, you don't need me like. Like, right now, my dream, my dream, like, four-person slam dunk competition, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, like, Paul George, and DeAndre Jordan. Like, that would be, like, a fucking epic dunk contest. But these dudes are hey, – I would even, they I would even say – Dude, we could talk all day till we're blue in the face about how soft the NBA players are. And I would literally piss on every single one of them. They're so fucking soft. Fuck every single one of them. Thank you. They're total pussies. Fuck the shit. Drama queens. Fucking tool bags. Douchers. Fuck the NBA right now. If it changes, I actually do love the sport of basketball. But right now, the NBA, it's terrible. Let's move on. That's our fast five. Um, We're going to go on to our main topic, number three. I want to reiterate. 
because uh, we're still pretty new. This is our, only our second episode. We've got a main five. We just did our fast five. And then at the end, we'll do our top five. We're going to go on to our main topic, number three, and that is Odell Beckham Jr. trade rumors. They Chase, come up again. Chase. First, go ahead. A first-round first draft pick and a third-round draft pick for Odell Beckham. Do you do it? 100%. Right now. I, I think I – think 100%. Like, once trades become – And I hope like, it happens. <laughs> if that happens, I will personally give you a blowjob. If Odo Beckham gets traded to the Browns, I will personally give you a blowjob, and I hope it happens. Um, okay, so so what is it like March 9th, March 10th, whatever, when the new league starts? You give up a first and a third for Odo Beckham? Yes, 100%. Blowjob. Yes. I think I, I like honestly just to be like real quick. I think that's his asking price, and I'm not scared about the locker room. Pre- like, oh, he kicked a kicking net. Yeah, because this quarterback was a fucking glue factory. Eli Manning deserved to be in the glue factory. He was fucking <laughs> so washed up. You give Odell Beckham a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, and you have his best friend in the league with Jarvis Landry. Odell Beckham's going to be happy. If if it's possible, I would trade a first and a third for Odell Beckham. And I, uh, who, Pat Shermer's the head coach. Is Jim Moore, the owner, still at the Giants? I'd give both of them blowjobs. <laughs> well, listen. I, I didn't even have written down here that I keep forgetting Jarvis and uh, OBJ are, like, best friends because they, they went to LSU together. That's a great and, point. And, and, that, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, one more thing. The wide receiver coach at LSU for both Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry is now the wide receiver coach for the Cleveland Browns. Just wanted to add that. Holy shit. Fuck me. I forgot. Um, Adam Henry. Adam Henry. No, that's a very good point. I 100% forgot about that. Um, but, no. These, these rumors this week started up because Jay Glazer, and I'm not one to get into, like, you know, media-type guys. Um, well, let me, let me just say, hey, people, when Jay Glazer tweets something, it's not a shot out of a cannon. Jay Glazer is intertwined into the league. He knows what you. he's talking about. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that, that, that's what I was going to say. He's – He's been covering the league forever. He's got connections, things like that. And he didn't say, you know, he's hearing this, he's hearing that. He just predicted He predicted that OBJ will be traded this season. So that's, that's pretty big news. Um, would you take him? Fuck yeah, we already said that. Well, to add on to that, if OBJ is going to be traded – who besides the Browns would trade for him? Honestly, like, give me another team that would trade for him. Who? Maybe Patriots, Packers. No, they don't have the assets. They don't have the assets. The Patriots don't have no, the assets. No, if you, if, you, if you look at their picks, they actually have some picks that might interest them. Depending on how much. Done, they've never done that before. And with the no, Packers, I get that. With the Packers, dude, they've never, ever – Pay the receiver that much money, and I don't think they're going to start now. 
No, I get that. I'm just, hey, I'm just going off um, what I was reading on CBS Sports and what Jake Laser, you know, what he was saying and, you know, things like that. Um, but, no, Patriots, Packers, they got assets. I don't know if they would do it. Like you said, they haven't been known to do anything like that. Um, the Browns, definitely, the Browns – have all the picks in the world again? Have all the cap space in the world again? I am, I am, I am, I am this confident. I will put a hundred dollars on the line. If Odell Beckham gets traded, it will be to the Browns. And if he gets traded somewhere else, whoever watches this podcast and retweets it, whatever, I will pay them a hundred dollars. Because if Odell Beckham gets traded, <laughs> he's coming to the Browns. Whoever watches this podcast, retweet it because. If Odell Beckham gets traded anywhere else, I'll pay you all $100. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Um, you're going to want to watch this show if you want to make some money because Guzik has just stated that if Odell Beckham Jr. of the New York Giants gets traded this offseason to any other team besides the Cleveland Browns, he will pay you $100. Yeah, I'm yes. confident. I'm confident. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. So $100 is up the this offseason. Um, no, that honestly, like, I don't think I don't think Patriots or Packers, I, I just don't see that happening either. You never know, though. Um, God, would that be awesome if the Browns did that? Any of these dumbasses that care about fucking draft picks, you know, listen, I know we have John Dorsey now. But nothing is guaranteed with these draft picks. Odell Beckham Jr. Whoa, whoa. I'm going to stick up for the city of Cleveland. Dude, we've been so bad for so long. The only thing we've ever had to be excited about is draft picks. So it's going to take a couple years of being good with Baker Mayfield to get used to like, the fact right, that draft right. picks aren't that important. I gotcha. Now, me and you know that. Um, but no, I got you. So, you know, your average everyday fan doesn't know that yet. Um, and listen, I'm not saying draft picks aren't important. That is how you build the core of your team is through the draft and then sign your own players. But if you've got a chance to get a Hall of Fame talent, and listen, this dude is a Hall of Famer. Right now, he's on track. He's a Hall of Famer, all right? If you've got a chance to get him, then you go out and get him. And but, but if you want to talk about AA Chase, Chase, if you do that, almost probably around like 40% of your cap money is going mm. to the receiver position. Nah, you, I knew, I knew you were going to say that. that. I knew you were going to say that, but I don't know. His contract is not that bad. Now, it's going to take a hit. But well, really, I mean, like, the Cleveland Browns listen, are listen, the, right. most, the most – right, Yeah, I'm listening. I, I've got it pulled up here. So, uh, next year, he's got a $21 million cap hit next year. Uh, but a- after that, it goes down. So, it, in um, – in 2020, 2021, and 2022, he's got a $19 million cap hit. 
And then 2023, he's got a $15 million cap hit. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't think that contract is all that too bad. So if you want to trade for him, I say go fucking do uh, the it. One thing, the one thing I want to say is uh, John Dorsey, when he was uh Kansas City, found himself in a cap, 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 uh, cap room hell, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, that I got was, One of the main reasons got fired, but at the same time, like, you have your quarterback on a rookie deal. Like, I would go with the L.A. model, the L.A. Rams model, and just you, you got your quarterback on a rookie deal, just fucking pay whatever it takes. No, I got you. I, I don't I don't think you, like, you know, quoting John Dorsey, spend like a drunken sailor, but I do think, like you're saying, you know, you go for it. But be smart. Go go for it. Go for the Super Bowl, because that's what the main goal is every single year, should be winning the Super Bowl, getting there and winning it. But don't, don't be dumb about it. Be smart about it. Be strategic about it. Um, anyways, you know, if the guy is going to be just – he's 25 right now. He's going to be 26 this season. That, and if you can get a guy, a Hall of Fame-type receiver in his prime like that, not even, like, in his prime yet. He's freaking 26 years old. Will be 26 years old. Um, hey, hey, um, I think you, you do everything uh, you can to get him. The last thing I want to add, uh, everyone talks about Tom Brady. He doesn't need the best receivers. I mean, think about who's won the Super Bowl in the past, whatever years. They haven't had the top super, uh, receivers. Um, it comes down to the quarterback, so I think, if we have Baker Mayfield, we don't need that top-tier receiver. But you, you are free to disagree with me. Listen, listen. No, I, I get when people say that, and I get that you say that, but um, if you have a chance, why, why not? I mean, Jerry Rice won plenty of Super Bowls. Uh, with Joe he, Montana. I got that, but it, you, you never know. Why? Why not? Just take a but, chance. But, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to rely on what's happened in the past. I don't. I hate. No, I, hate I don't want to do that. I hate, I hate quoting as much talent as you can I, get. All right. Go ahead. No, I agree. I agree. But I hate quoting the national media. But who's the last like number one receiver to win the Super Bowl? Honestly, win the Super Bowl. Um. Like, a, a clear-cut number one receiver. I know you're going to freak out on me at this. I, and, and, listen, he's not – he's probably not top ten or anything, but Alshon Jeffrey's pretty good from last year. Yeah, what he's did a, he do when he played – He's a big – hey, what, what, Hey, what happened on that final drive when he played the Saints in the playoffs, huh? I'm not talking about this year, but last year they won the Super Bowl. I said – Clear cut number one. Clear cut. I'm talking Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, and Odell Beckham, like one of those motherfuckers. Uh, I have to look that up. Honestly, Julio made it, and they fucking blew the worst lead ever. Um, I'm saying, uh, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying it's been a while. If you have the quarterback, 
you don't need that top tier receiver. I don't think quarterback is way hey. more important. Hey, I don't disagree with you. I really don't. Obviously, the quarterback is the most important position in football. But if you have a chance to get like a player of that caliber, then you do it. You you see what happens. I don't think you go you. You know, you base your opinions off what has happened in the past. Well, well, I mean, honestly, if it's fucking fantasy football to you, then you give up your next four first-round picks for both Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown, and you have AB, OBJ, and Juice as your three receivers. If it's fantasy football, then just trade for them both. Um, It depends on the cap and all that. No, no, I, that's my point. I agree. Yeah, they're great talents, but the quarterback is more important. Uh, pulled, uh, no, I agree. I agree. 100% quarterback. you got a quarterback. But um, I pulled it up here. So these are guys that haven't won the Super Bowl, but that made the Super Bowl. They easily could have won it. All right. Um, no, actually, no, no, no. well, actually, one did win. All right. You're gonna bring up. You're gonna bring what? up Julio Jones. You're gonna bring no, up. No, Randy no, no. Gonna... Okay. Yeah. No. But one did win. All right. So, in 2004, Terrell Owens made the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Right. Lost to um, Brady. In 2006, Marvin Harrison won the Super Bowl with the Colts. Marvin Harrison's a Hall of Fame receiver. Don't well, even I mean, say. All right, all right. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I mean, I, Marvin love, Harrison, I love that Colts team. I love yeah, that Colts team. Dude, Marvin Harrison, Harrison James, and Reggie Wayne. That, that, holy shit, that team was good. <laughs> Edger and James, Peyton Manning, like that offense was like lethal. Like, but yeah, good as, going. Yeah, good as going. fuck. Um, yeah, I agree. You, you already said 2007, Randy Moss. They they almost went undefeated. They fucked that up, obviously, to fucking dumbass Black Eli Manning. Um, hey, 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 hey. Uh, don't have a plaxident. That's where <laughs> yeah. you're in, hey, uh, in a strip club and you shoot yourself in the leg. That's don't, a plaxident. Uh, <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot there, bud. Or, uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm 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 an NFL wide receiver. I'm going up to the VIP of a strip club. Oh goddamn! I just shot myself in the thigh. Hey, uh, <laughs> bring bring up Plexico Burris in that fucking re. Or, uh, I shouldn't say that word, but uh, <laughs> fucking idiot for shooting himself in the uh, leg. Tweeting last year that I bet the Browns have the number one pick again next year. Fuck you, dude. Go well, shoot yourself in the way again. Dumbass. Well, hey, hey, hey. In Plaxico Burr's defense, he said the number one pick. They have a number 17 pick. Like, that's only 16 picks away. Like, come on. Let's go easy on him. <laughs> yeah. My my bad. Plaxico Burr's. I'm sorry. Again, I want to say for the second time in the show, please, please send a gift basket to the Burr's family. ASAP. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really hope Plaxico never goes to another strip club ever again and shoots himself in the leg. I really hope that never happens. Yeah, no. Same here. Please, God, please, um, don't let Plaxico Burris ever 
uh, carry a loaded handgun and shoot himself in his leg, please. Um, yeah, but no, just to finish up on OBJ, um, obviously we would both take him. Um, he's a tremendous Hall of Fame-type talent. Uh, last guy I wanted to mention was Larry Fitzgerald, 2008 with the Cardinals. They probably should have won that game. They lost to the goddamn fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. Fuck them. Um, but no, you know, it does happen. You can get to the Super Bowl. It, and it doesn't mean you'll win it, but you'll have, I think, a better chance, obviously, with better receivers to get to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win it, all right? So I would take him. I would give up a first and a second-round pick and maybe more to get OBJ, maybe a first, second, and a third. I don't give a fuck. Let's bring the guy no, in. No, no, no. You got no, other I, picks. I agree. I would rather take the L.A. Rams route than the Green Bay Packers route. I completely agree. Thank you. Agree. Ah, awesome. So – you know, that's OBJ. We'll see what happens throughout the offseason. Obviously, if something does happen, you know, we'll have an emergency podcast or we'll talk about him more, see what rumors folks, are going on. But, folks, 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 folks. It's going to be a long and eventful offseason. That's John Dorsey's cue. That's what he's going to do. Be ready. In other words, it's going to be fucking lit. So, let's go ahead. Let's move on to our main topic, number four, and that's the Joe Flacco being traded to the Denver Broncos from the Baltimore Ravens. But before we start talking about that, um, I'm going to go ahead and take a, take a little bit of a shot here of the, the – No, 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 no. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's my shot. I told you about this shot. Fuck you. I don't give a shit about Joe Flacco. Yeah, whatever. He won a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. What do you fuck mean? Fuck you. Fuck you. Chase. Chase. Fuck you. Fuck you. Are you taking a shot? No. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. John Elway is a goddamn terrible general manager. He just traded a mid-round draft pick for Joe Flacco. Wait, hold on. <laughs> that was a shit. No, no. That was a shot you were about to take. That no, hold on. Joe Flag, John Elway, John Elway, John Elway, kill yourself. Oh, God. You deserve to be fired. Hold on, Chase. Chase, go ahead. All right, right, folks. Um, Okay, so you're you're telling me the shot I was taking from you was of John Elway taking a shot at him? Yeah, he's terrible. He's the worst general manager besides Jerry Jones. He's the second worst general manager in the NFL be, behind Jerry Jones. Okay, I, I don't I don't disagree, but uh, the shot I was going to take before we start on main topic number four, Joe Flacco, was a shot of Old Smoky Mountain moonshine apple oh. pie. <laughs> yeah, my my bad on that. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, uh, but anyways, no, good content. Um, I would also rip uh, John Elway. Fuck him. I know my dad would, would definitely beat the shit out of him if he ever saw him. I'm sure Joe would, too. Um, if you guys don't know who Joe is, Joe, Joe Guzik, he's a hot one. 
he would definitely beat the fuck out of John Elway, without a doubt. Um, but no, before we get to Joe Flacco and that trade and what it's going to do for Denver and uh, all that jazz, let me go ahead and, and, and take a take a take a little bit of shit on this little Smoky Mountain apple pie. I'm a fan of apple pie, but uh, I don't know about I don't know about the liquid edition with alcohol involved. It, it it smells a little bit like apple pie. Also smells a little bit like a candle. Um, but I have been known to do candle shots. If you're listening, if you've ever done a candle shot with me, shout out to you. But all right, let's go ahead and take a swig of this. Joe Flacco. Um, John Elway, the... John Elway, you <laughs> fucking suck. 
<laughs> You're a fucking dumbass. Um, anyways, yes. Yeah, years old. He's been banged up. He's had shit ass stats for the past how many years? Hey, hey, uh, hey, Chase, Chase, Chase. Bottom line, last question. Who would you rather have play quarterback, Case Keenum or Joe Flacco? Honestly, I have no idea who would I pick. Case Keenum. I was just about to get to that because over the past few years, Case Keenum's stats have been better than Joe Flacco's. And he's been more healthy than Joe Flacco. So I don't understand how it makes any sense for them to make that trade, for Denver to make that trade. Um, there's no receivers in Denver. Demarius Thomas was traded. Emmanuel Sanders, what did he do? Did he blow his Achilles out or his ACL? One or the other. No, um, no, 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 no. Demarius Thomas tore his Achilles. It was Demarius Thomas that got hurt. No, but Emmanuel Sanders got hurt too. Oh, well, I mean, they have Philip Lindsay. That's about it then. Yeah, they have Philip Lindsay. And Cortland Sutton, who was a rookie, was all right. But listen, he's only got second year. So they don't really have any receivers. Um, the, the list of QBs that John Elway has signed since Peyton Manning has been dreadful. So why put any stock into that? Um, but what, what do you think Denver's record is going to be this year with Joe Flacco? Same thing as last year, like seven and nine, six and ten, eight and eight at the best. Exactly how I I feel. I actually think because I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is going to be the same. Because that's an Achilles is a very very tough injury to come back from. I I predict. Denver's record is going to be probably somewhere around six and ten, seven and nine, somewhere around there. Yeah. They're not going to they're not going to have a winning record. Yeah, right. So yeah, there you go. There you go. A round of applause for John Elway giving up a fourth round selection for Joe Flacco. Good job, bud. Um, yeah, him and uh, him and uh, uh, Jerry Jones probably go on like some Hawaii vacation together. Just like, <laughs> terrible, terrible GM. Yeah, they're they're fucking horrible. But that, it, that's, it's, that's it's, it's it's like it's like John Elway after he drafted Paxton Lynch is just <laughs> allergic to drafting quarterbacks. Like, no, dude, try again. Dude, it, even, honestly, honestly, honestly. That's why I'm so scared to hire Bernie Kosar. Like, I am all for him being around the team. I would never want him to be the GM because he couldn't be fired. Hey, hey, that's how I am. I mean, I I don't want the guy to be running shit. I If he's, a, like, somehow around the team, he's showing his face, kind of like Jim Brown, fine, whatever. Past players, they, can, they don't need well, to work for the team. It doesn't mean players that played – um, should be GMs or scouts or anything like that. And it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that guys that did play can't be GMs or scouts, but no, I, I, I knew what you're saying. But hey, folks, that, that's topic number four. Do you think you got anything else to add? No, I'm ready to move on. All right, so, so that was 
That was Joe Flacco being traded in Denver. Um, we'll probably find out more into the actual football and see what he's doing. Um, we're going to go to break. Uh, this is Drunken Brownie Bits with Gals and Guzik, and we'll be right back. Look, I just flipped the switch. Else is doing this. Body start to drop, ayy. Hit the floor. Now they wanna know me since I hit the top, ayy. This a rolling, not a stop. Watch, don't ever stop. This the flow that got the block hot, got super hot, ayy. Give me my respect, give me my respect. I just got left. I'm London with the Euro steps. Got a sneaker deal and I ain't break a sweat. Catch me cause I'm gone. Seriously, if he stays clean, another year under him, 
learning a playbook. Excuse me. Um, he's going to be very good. And we got Rashard Higgins, and I absolutely loved what, I, uh, what we saw from Higgins last year when he was healthy. Um, we didn't know going into the season if this guy was going to be like another bust, but we, we saw that when he's on the field, he can be a very reliable, um, you know, uses his hands, catches the ball, very reliable, solid receiver that can make plays. And then, you know, depending on if, and I don't know the contract situation uh, about Rashad Perriman, but oh my God, what, what a pickup mid-year Rashad Perriman was coming, coming over from the Ravens and over to the Browns. He was a first-round pick, and, and I said for years, you know, maybe this guy just needs to change scenery, whether it was with the Browns or somebody else. Because, um, again, he had – we just talked about Joe Flacco. I mean, give me a break. Um, he had Joe Flacco as his quarterback for years. He had a little, you know, drop issues, but he comes over. He fucking lights it up for the Browns. I mean, he a, a few touchdown passes. Every catch he made was, you know, a long ball from Baker. Um, I absolutely loved what I saw from Rashad. Um, we, we even got a few other guys that – some people might not remember, or, you know, Derek Willies, he got injured earlier. Damian Ratley. Damian Ratley, and he wasn't listening. I, I was a big, big critique on Damian Ratley when, when the games were going on, but I, I got to remind myself that Damian Ratley was a rookie, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, oh, thank you. Undrafted rookie. So sometimes you got to lower your expectations. And Damian Ratley, for being an undrafted rookie, he was not that bad. Listen, these guys are going to get even better. They're going to learn how to be pros. They're going to learn how to practice. They're going to learn how to watch film. Um, I think we have a pretty solid receiving core and I'm not saying we don't need to add anybody. We can always get better at any position. But like Juzik was saying earlier in the show, I think when you have a franchise quarterback, your receivers get better. And I think we can definitely add some guys, add some competition to the receiving corps. Dude, um, dude, dude, Chase, Chase, Chase. Go ahead. You've been talking hey, about five. You've nah. been talking about. You've been talking for like five minutes about your number five off-season needs, dude. Cut the fuck <laughs> short. God damn. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's your number five? Who? Who? What you? I want D-line depth. Yeah, we have Larry Ogunjobi and Emmanuel Ogba, but like, give me like another defensive end or defensive tackle. Like, that's what I want at number five. What's your number four? I got gotcha. you. Um, actually, um, speaking of D-line depth, my number four off-season need is D-line tackle depth, or just D-line in general, whether it's defensive end or defensive tackle. Um, right. Listen, you, you can never get enough of these guys. If you can rush the passer, 
uh, you're going to have a chance. But you can get to the quarterback, cause disruption, sack them, cause, you know, tip passes, interceptions, in and out, fourth quarter, you have guys rested that are solid. Um, you're going to be a, a solid football team. So, no, my number four is D-line depth. Um, which your number five was. I agree with that. We we definitely need to work on D line depth. Um, well, um, go yeah, ahead. My number four. My number four is uh, we need another tight end. I I love I love David Njoku. Trust me, I want him to succeed. I love him. I love him. Oh, uh, absolutely. I love everything, but David Njoku and Darren Fell is like. That's not going to get it done from a tight end stance. Like, we need another tight end receiver. Like, Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with going the Patriots out. Like, Patriots route, like, forgive my language, but, like, they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Like, yeah, Aaron Hernandez, <laughs> like, fucking murdered the fuck out of people. But, like, that's a good system. Like, you could have David and Joku on one side, then, like, another pass-catching tight end on the other. That's my number four need. I – and I um I agree with that. Um, I didn't have them in my top five, but I would probably put tight end at no, like number six. And I just texted our um our fans. Hey, Chase, 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 Chase. Well, Chase, right. Chase. No one gives a fuck about your number six. What's your number <laughs> six? Uh, anyways. Yeah, tight end, I agree. We, we probably need another backup tight end. But my number three, uh, top five, is uh, – so number four was D-line depth. I think at number three, I think we need O-line depth. Um, our main goal, I think – should be protecting Baker Mayfield because that 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 was our team. That's our franchise quarterback. We've seen for the last twenty years. If you do not have a quarterback that can play, then you don't have a team. So if we can continue to protect him, no matter you know, no matter the injuries, no matter you know what happens, and uh, again, folks, that is a piss hearing over my voice uh, <laughs> and I'm kind of burping now but consider that some background music for you um, <laughs> no, I, I just think I think O-line depth will be very important um, obviously left tackle we got to get that solidified I didn't think that um, Go, go ahead. What's your, what's your... No, go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. I'm going to, like, give it, like, a like a two, like, two one-minute, like, feel about, like, the O-line depth. So, if you have more to say, go ahead. But, like, I'm going to give it, like, real quick. No, yeah, I, I don't have really much to say. I just think O-line is very important. You got to have maybe, like, seven solid guys. Um that can come in and rotate and be really good for you, even if the, the other um, two guys are just backups. But, no, go ahead. Well, no, no, we have the same number three. We both believe O-line depth is important. We got really lucky. Uh, that is that is Chase Gosselin taking a piss. You're hearing <laughs> Chase Gosselin is in his bathroom 
pissing into a toilet. Yeah, I, just, I thought I would do that, uh, so, uh, because you just did it to me, so, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be the thing. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I agree. Um, you know, uh, our backup offensive lineman was Austin Corbett. Like, we got lucky. A rookie, a rookie. Yeah, right. We, I'm not saying Austin Corbett bad. I'm just saying we were one injury away from our offensive line from just, like, being terrible. Being, being dog um, shit, right. It's happened before. Like, that one year, uh, we were 7-4, and four, then Alex Mack got hurt. Like, people don't understand how important offensive line is. Like, we just need that depth, just one or two players that if someone else gets hurt, we need that extra player to plug in and, and, and just be able to play. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm eating uh, oh. <laughs> No, it's fine. Hey, 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 go to your number two. No, I, but going back to what Gizek was saying, I, I agree. Um, D-line, O-line depth is is very important if you're going to be a good football team and if you're going to compete for a Super Bowl. Um both teams, Patriots and Rams, you better believe it, had O-line and D-line depth. Even if you don't know some of the guys, they were all solid players, whether they're coached well or they're just naturally good. Um, but not my, number, um, my number two top five Browns offseason need, my number two is linebacker. Um, I really think and I know we've got some good players at linebacker, but I think linebacker is almost it, – it's kind of like tier two to D-line. I think you can never have enough linebackers because linebackers and running backs, you know, and linemen and, and collide and collide, you know, constantly, and you're taking big collisions. Um so they couldn't get hurt a lot. You obviously saw that with Schobert and Christian Kirksey. Um, Kirksey, he's, he's had some injuries throughout the years, and I really like Kirksey. He's a good, solid player. Uh, but I, I just think we could use a couple upgrades at linebacker. I think our depth, besides Collins, Schobert, and Kirksey, and listen, Collins, I don't even – Jay Collins, I don't think he's going to be with us next year because of some of the scene taking plays off, things like that, his big contract. So, if he's with us, I think definitely we, we need another starting linebacker and we need maybe one or two backup linebackers that are very solid. So, you know, that, that's my number two offseason needs, um, uh, linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, we have the same number two, and uh, I'm sure we'll have the same number one, but I'll keep it real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Kendrick, or Mikkel, whatever the fuck his name is, decided to go all fucking <laughs> inside her Like, that dude is a fucking uh, Michael criminal. Kendrick. Fuck him. Yeah, Michael Kendrick, total criminal. Fuck him. Um, and then then Joe Schober got hurt. Then Christian Kersey got hurt. And uh, Jamie Collins 
is going to be cut. I promise you that. It's a – we need linebacker depth. I completely agree. That's my number two. So, let's go to number one right now. Now, I'm sure we'll have the same number one. Um, I, I will be 100% surprised if we don't have the same number one. My number one need for the Browns offseason, again, if we're going to be a good, solid football team, if we're going to win close games, if we're going to compete in the playoffs and, and go for that Super Bowl that we all want desperately, we, we are going to need a good, very good, solid kicker. Yes. Yep, 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 it, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sorry. So, Guzik, you agree? Our number one Browns off-season need, whether it's free agency or the draft. Listen, get me, he, get, me someone, get me someone who can kick with their foot the football <laughs> through goalposts. I need that. I listen, need listen. That. hey, listen. Well, I told him once he started, once he started playing a lot or kicking. Um, I, I called him G Reg. Uh, that that's uh that's a verse uh seven floor crew or whatever. What's it's your called. name? What's your name? G Red. What you do? Get head. Woo! <laughs> if you haven't heard that, <laughs> and pull out my third leg. <laughs> if you haven't heard that, Greg Olson had a very biophile rap team. <laughs> we love you. We love you, Greg Olson. Yeah. So. Um, I've actually met Greg Olson before in Charlotte at South Park. Yeah, if any of our listeners know where that is, he's a big fucking dude. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, he, 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 he had a uh, hilarious, awesome verse in uh, a Miami The U uh, rap song on YouTube. If you guys want to look that up. But anyways, uh, no. Uh, so I, I, I. Uh, I nicknamed Greg Joseph G-Reg. Obviously, his, his name is Greg. Uh, but, <laughs> guys, I mean, we can get better than Greg Joseph. He, he, he was obviously better than uh, Zane Gonzalez, but is that really saying much? I mean, that guy was actually, like, a fucking pussy. <laughs> I mean, no, no, hey, hey, hey. I know you hate this guy, but Aaron Goldhammer tweeted, if we had Justin Tucker, we would be in the playoffs, and that's that's truthful. That's very truthful. Hey, hey, I agree with that. I, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I I don't like Aaron Goldhammer at all. I think that that station of Cleveland radio fucking sucks. But yeah, I mean that's obvious. If we had any of, if we had Steven Gaskowski, if we had you know even Adam Vinatieri. Fuck, what is he, 45 years old? If we had a Justin Tucker, we, 100%, dude. I mean, Aaron Goldhammer, that's not a fucking bold statement. We would be in the goddamn playoffs, if, if not closer um, to the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. He, he didn't make some bold fucking statement. Anybody knows that at the first few games, if we would have had a somewhat reasonable kicker, we would have been in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's 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 not a coincidence that we both believe if we had a kicker, like that's our number one need. It's not a coincidence. A coincidence. 
We need someone that can kick a fucking football through two <laughs> yellow goalposts. Like, bottom line. And, and, that yeah. motherfucker. Right. No, and listen, I'm not saying I can do it or you can do it, but no, if, no, if you're going – Right. If you're going to do it and say you are a kicker, you're a field goal kicker for a football team, you better fucking be able to do it. I'm not saying, hey, every goddamn day you better go out there and hit a 60-yard game-winning field goal. No, I understand. No, I understand. We're not saying saying go 100%, but we're saying don't go over four in a goddamn fucking dome. (laughs) Thank you, that, like Zen Gonzalez. And listen, I know, I know, and we're talking about God, Zane Gonzalez, but I know Greg Joseph wasn't, like, horrible, but guys, listen, Greg Joseph is Greg, not, yeah, yeah. not going to win you a Super Bowl. If Greg Joseph, if Greg, if Greg Joseph is lining up for a 53-yard game-winning Super Bowl field goal kick, putting about fucking $10,000 that he is going to miss that fucking shit. Would you you disagree? No, I agree, but I would like to add something. Um, You saw the report that Zane Gonzalez during that Saints game was injured. Bullshit. Bullshit. I want to make – no, no, no. I want to make everyone drink. So if he knew he was injured and Hugh Jackson knew he was injured – Oh, I'm taking Made him kick. I'm taking two drinks. drinks. (laughs) Hugh Jackson's a fucking loser. I'm taking three drinks. By by the way, folks, if uh, if you didn't hear our last episode, or if you forgot about the first episode, anytime either a a listener or me or Guzik says says Hugh Jackson. By the way, that's another drink. Um, anybody that says that name. You have to take a drink. Everybody takes a drink. So, uh, yeah, Hugh Jackson. Ah, that's, uh, that's five drinks. <laughs> take a drink. Hey, Chase, you ready to move on to our final topic? Yeah, let's uh, – so that's our top five uh, Browns offseason needs. Um, our number one was a kicker. We got to get the kicker nailed this offseason. I don't think Greg Joseph is the, is the answer, but yeah, Isaac, let's go ahead and move on to our main topic, number five, which is the ESPN tweet on the Cleveland Browns on so and so date firing Bill Belichick. <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you start. I got I to. Gotta, I mean, bottom line, we could talk about how fucking terrible ESPN is. They're so bad. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like, their ratings are so down. They're firing, like, their top performers. They have no idea where they're at. And they're, they, yeah, the problem is Twitter's free. Because if ESPN had to pay per tweet, they wouldn't tweet some fucking nonsense like they said the Browns fired Bill Belichick. No, our Modell fired Bill Belichick. And if, if I had my choice, I would spread my ass cheeks all over Art Modell's grave. <laughs> plump, 
club smelly turd. <laughs> Art Modell's great. Fuck that guy. Fuck his son. If his son, however, listens to this podcast, if his son ever listens to this podcast, let's box. I will box the fuck out of you. Jeff fuck Box? Art Modell. Yeah. Art Modell's son. I will box the fuck out of him. What about just like fight? I don't give a shit. Like, I'll fight him no matter what. I don't really care. I'm just talking about gloves. <laughs> no, boxing, no. Gloves, boxing gloves, UFC gloves, no gloves. I don't care. I'm fighting Art Modell's son. Like, I would love to do that. No, I 100% agree with you that uh, I have written fuck Art Modell. He's a total pussy. Um, How, dude, 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 dude. How funny was it when that dude pissed on his grid? Oh, uh, it. <laughs> the best video on YouTube. By the way, if you haven't seen it, please look it up. Uh, this guy it goes to Art Modell's grave wearing an Ed Reed jersey and rips it off and underneath is a brown jersey and he straight up just pisses all over Art Modell's grave. And what, dude, what, I'm, what I'm a, so what jealous of that guy. What, a, what an American <laughs> That's an American hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Definitely a Cleveland hero, American hero. Um, one day we be in that show because in some cases we're going to take a nice, hot, steamy shit right on top of his grave because we don't give a fuck. All right. He's dead. Great. Fuck him. Um, we don't give a shit if he's dead. He's a fucking asshole. He's a piece of shit. He he moved our team. He made a mockery of us. Our team is still made a mockery of by places like fucking ESPN. Um, no, but listen, when that happened, when, when Bill Belichick was in the night, the Cleveland Browns, that Art Odell, fuck kid, fuck you, go to hell, moved to Baltimore as the Baltimore Ravens. The team already established as the Baltimore Ravens when Art Odell fired Bill Belichick. And now ESPN, they might think it's funny to get ratings for constantly ripping on Cleveland. If LeBron leaves, let's rip on Cleveland. Not, let's not talk about LeBron. If our, if Art Odell moves the Browns to Baltimore, let's rip on Cleveland. It's fucking the city of Cleveland's fault. Right, ESPN, your shitty-ass ratings. Let's, let's rip on Cleveland for Art Odell, a shitty-ass fucking owner, to move the Browns to Baltimore. Right, dude? Um... It's just a fucking joke to me, and I, I get very heated about <laughs> ESPN, fuck them, about always constantly trying to rip on Cleveland sports, whether it's the Indians, whether it's the Cavs, whether it's the Browns. They're always trying to get views ripping on fucking Cleveland sports. Um, oh, no, but it's LeBron. He wants to fucking move that way like a goddamn fucking tool. It's, it's fucking Cleveland's fault, right? It's, it's fucking Cleveland's fault. Like, 
Cleveland's fault. Cleveland is the reason that LeBron wanted to go to fucking LA when he still a shit out of the team. <laughs> I can't fucking take it. Fuck ESPN. What do you have to say, dude? Like, fuck. Well, yeah. Chase, Chase, just take it easy, man. Just take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't. If, uh, I knew we were gonna have a fucking ESPN segment. I can't fucking stand ESPN. I'm super fucked up. Dude, 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 if you want to talk about ESPN, like, have you ever seen their staff story? I just wanted to say this on a public platform so much. Gary Streitsky is the least funniest fucking cocksucker in the world. Please stop talking. I'm <laughs> saying about ESPN. Um, you know, let's get right into the beer segment. Chase, Chase, after this whole episode, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucked. Um, I've had, I've had this little bit of, uh, old smoky moonshine. Um, I'm a, uh, half a cup away from finish, finishing this, this whole bottle of Tito's, uh, vodka. So, no, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm, if you bring up something fucking dumb as fuck, I'm going to get pissed. But other than that, <laughs> you know, I'm feeling great. Um, what, what about what, – what are you drinking, by the way? What, how are you feeling? Oh, well, let me talk a little bit. Uh, I was having Corona and Lyme, and uh, I'm – Corona and Lyme, that's right. I'm feeling absolutely fantastic, but uh, I would like to take a second right here, if, you, if you're willing to listen. Uh, First of all, before you, go and, before you go and talk, folks, um, we finished with our main topic, number five, which was ESPN. Fuck them. Let me do it. Let me do it. This is our last last call. Go ahead, Let me do it. Let me do it. Go ahead, All right. All right. You know, on this podcast, we've had a lot of fun, but uh, it's time to get serious. And uh, I want to talk about the city of Pittsburgh. Um, your top wide receiver wants to fuck out. Your uh, your best running back has been the fuck out. And uh, your quarterback <laughs> is fat as fuck. And he's one Turkey Jones away from being out of the league. And, uh, yeah, 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 Pittsburgh, you've had a great AFC North run. You know, you've won plenty of divisions. You've been to two Super Bowls. No, three Super Bowls. You won two, two Super Bowls. But uh, your time's over. The Browns are coming. So, me and Chase together would like to say this. Me and Chase would like to say this with every ounce of our, our heart. Chase, you ready for this? Hell yeah. Go fuck yourself, Pittsburgh. Go fuck yourself, Pittsburgh. Fuck you. It's our time. It's Cleveland's time. I would absolutely like to say Pittsburgh should absolutely go fuck themselves. Fuck them. Pittsburgh, again, if you didn't hear us, I'm sorry. Um, but let me reiterate this for you. Go, G-O, fuck, capital S, U-C-K, yourself. Go fuck yourself, Pittsburgh. That is our GFY segment. Don't fuck yourself. Don't fuck yourself. See it, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers fan. If you're listening, don't fuck yourself. You're a bunch of fucking cock-sucking puppies. Come to my house. I know. Fuck you. You second. Don't let me die. Fuck 
slash drunken brownie bits. You can find us. Also, you can find us on Pocket Cast, like a pocket pussy. Uh, you can find us on Pocket Cast. <laughs> and, and Radio Public. So, Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public are the platforms that you can find Drunken Brownie Bits are. Um, episode 3 is coming up next week. Again, we'll have our top five as draft prospects to watch for the Browns. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. This is Drunken Brownie Bits with Dowling and Guzik. And go Browns! Chase, Chase, Chase. Every episode, uh, I feel a tingle in my balls. I don't know what it might be just sickler cancer, but it might be maybe the best podcast in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, all I want to say, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Let's get to sickler the cancer uh, together, huh? How about Woo! That? And-